Kincaid. Tom King. It's good to be the king. Weekdays, noon to 3 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Yes! Yes! And streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. It's Christian and King. Questions before we proceed. Back, Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com. Good to have you with us today. It is a gray day. It, literally, it's a gray day out there. Gray, dark. That was not gray. a commentary on the election <laughs> results. It's a literal gray day out there. <laughs> oh, boy. Read into that what you will. Uh, uh, we'll hear from Tom Brady in uh, a little bit later on this hour as he uh, addressed the media and was asked some questions about the very topic. I do want to talk a little bit about this football game that's coming up here. Just well, there's a little, a little bit. bit of news yes. related to that or unrelated to that. One related, Cam Chancellor, back for Seattle. Yes. Probably will play on Sunday. Unrelated, but news about the Patriots, Anthony Johnson, who was well-liked uh, in terms of his good media story. He was well-liked by the reporters. Mm-hmm. He uh, lost a lot of weight. And became a different type of player on the defensive line, more of an edge rusher and more of a, you know, try to be more of a speed guy. Right. He has been, you know, he was cut, resigned, cut, resigned, practice squad, all that stuff. The Jets scooped him up from the practice squad in, in New England. Now he is a Jet, in New York Jet. Dun, dun, dun. So there you go. The only problem is for the Jets. <laughs> the only problem is for the Jets. Yeah. He can't play quarterback. That's true. Or maybe so. he can. Maybe at, he can better than at, at Ryan Fitzpatrick. At the way he is now, he might be able to. Might be able to. He lost a lot. But, uh, I mean, they, they, they got real. I told you Ryan Fitzpatrick. Not, we're not going to put two good years together in a row. Another little piece of news. Michael Bennett out for Sunday. Martellus' brother, Michael. Yes. The guy who really lost the Seahawks that Super Bowl. Yeah. He's the guy. Everyone wants to blame Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, and they screwed it up, no question about it. But Michael Bennett actually lost the game. Yep. When he jumped offside. Yep. Which was... One of the most inexcusable things I've ever seen yep, in my life. Uh, the fact that he's not, you know, put on a cross for that, I think geez. is. I'm serious. Like that. That was uh, unbelievable bad play. Uh, and I know that they were just the, the really bad thing had just happened, but they still had a chance. Yeah, I know. They really had a good chance. He was on the. He was on a half yard line. Yep. You know, you were getting to him that day. Yeah. Bennett had been getting to him that day. Right. You had a chance to get get in there and make a tackle in the but end you zone. Cannot, you cannot. You cannot let him off the hook like that. No, I know. And he jumps off sides. Yep. Michael Bennett. World World Series, I almost said. Super Bowl GOAT. Yeah. No one talks about it. No. Really? No, I'm the only one. I know. No one else talks about yep. that. Anyway, he's not. I won't even play. talk about it. I'll let you be the only one. Okay. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> it's my guy right there. Exactly. I got you back. I got you guy. back. Yep. <laughs> oh boy! So uh, marijuana is legal in Massachusetts now. Yeah, how about that? Huh? How about that? That would that that's hidden under all this stuff. Yeah, that's a big deal. Now, so what does that mean? I think we all know what it means. Well, I mean, what does that mean in terms of of what you know? What what is uh, where's it where's it get to be sold? Well, how does that work? Uh, it gets sold in dispensaries, and uh, I think. What the plan is, if it's going to be like the way it is in Colorado, is that in these dispensaries, you walk in and uh, you look around and, you know, you take your little, uh, you know, yep. wave hi to everybody. Now, you go in and there's like a guy at a desk, okay? It's okay. like a waiting room at the doctor. Right. And you go in and they take your name and your license and they write it down and they put you in a little book and then 
they check to see how old you are, and then they actually let you into the store, and then you go in through another door, and then you go through the store, and there's, you know, it's like... Yeah, all right, so you have to buy it at a store, and all, all right. that stuff, right. And you can't get... The way it works in Colorado is if you, if you don't have a Colorado ID, they only give you so much. Yep. Because they don't want you to take it back, you know, to a place where it's not legal. Right. So, but if you're in Colorado, I think you can get whatever you want. Right. So now, can somebody from New Hampshire go down and, and just, you know, we've had we've had inquiries. Yes, we have. I think. They'll spell it all out. That you can go and buy it. But you can't, obviously, but you transport can't bring it. it back. You can't transport it. Yeah. Right? It's not you got to get it and you can consume it. So how many states now have it legal? I don't know, actually. You know? Colorado, we know. At least three, four. I mean, Massachusetts did medical, and now they've done recreational. So, right. Yep. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, California. It's legal in California. And Nevada. And Nevada. Nevada, Massachusetts, California was already legal in Colorado, Washington, and uh, and D.C. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You can, like, grow in D.C., too. No, you can't grow it here, though, can you? Uh, yes. In, in, you, in Massachusetts. In Massachusetts, now you can. So now there won't be any big pot bus for, uh, you know, going into people's houses and seeing all these. I mean, there still could be, I guess. Why, if it's legal? Because you can, it. you can only grow so many plants, and if you do more than that, then you you can get in trouble for that. You can only, you know, if you go, if you okay. grow more than you're supposed to. All right, now, the other question I have. The dispensaries, privately owned, or is it all public? I don't know about that. That's the thing. Is it you just buying it through the state? I can't imagine. The I believe state that they're private businesses. Private businesses. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, they get I taxed would... by the state, but they're private businesses. Right. Okay. Although what happened in Colorado at first, which was interesting, is that the banks didn't want to recognize it yet, so they had to do all their business in cash. Yep. But that made them targets for like you know, gangsters basically. Oh sure. So they'd be coming out. Thank you. We'll take those bags. And so then they had to start hiring security. And then it became okay. The real money in this is being a security guard. You know, private security. Yes. Because they need to protect their cash. They need to cash. protect their cash, right, exactly. Because you can, you know, you swipe a card and the no, thief can't rob you, you know? Right, right. But if you're walking out of the building every night with big things of cash, so that became a real problem. Right. And uh, they ended up, uh, you know, f- figuring it out and fixing it, and now you can, you know, make credit card transactions. But early on, you couldn't. So now the question. Yeah. The other question is, well, I mean, look, people get it all the time. Right, they get it illegally. Now, it would be legal now, but in Massachusetts, they were getting it illegally. Mm-hmm. So what happened? <laughs> all those guys out of business? All the dealers start selling other things. That's the problem. Yeah, that's where I see the problem being. You know, they graduate. <laughs> yeah, you know, I suppose. Yeah, that's the thing. But I mean, you know, so then what? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, but I'm just. Are saying. they eventually going to go straight if you keep legalizing all the drugs? Like, no, they're going to, you know. Right, right. They're going to find something else to do. Right, right. And maybe so. it'll be worse. Maybe it won't be worse. You know, I don't know. It's like, it's, you can't, you can't think that way. But you're, but you're temporarily putting them out of business, basically. Temporarily, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> It'll Prohibition a, and then the bootleggers well, yeah, and they oh, put yeah, them out of business. Right, I mean, exactly. No, yeah. I'm not criticizing it. I'm asking the questions as to how this all works. But the yeah. other thing is, they've also locked up a lot of people for weed. Oh, tons. I mean, for sales, for sales. Yeah. I mean, or tons just of it. even having a small amount. I mean, over the over the last 40, yeah. 50 years, the war on drugs has put a lot of people in jail. Oh, sure For has. better or for worse. So, right. I mean, to say that, well, now these people are going to do something out. 
that sort of evens the ledger, I think, a little bit compared to all the people who got put away yep. for having some pot on them. I mean, yep. that's you know, that's I can't I can't feel bad about that. Oh, I don't know, you bad know? or bad or good. I'm just yeah. asking the, the the legal questions because I want to know: is it, you know, can you do private sales or is it done through dispensaries? Why are they doing it? You know, because obviously they got to re- they have to regulate it. I would imagine. Yeah, they'll regulate. The it. government has to. And regulate you know what? It. They'll make money. They're going to make bank. The government. Will. All the college students in Massachusetts. You kidding me? They're going to do great. It's going to well, be what, great. What will be the legal age for it? Twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. So you're going to have you know just like with with booze, you're going to have college students with fake IDs and everything else. Probably. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yep. But you know, twenty one. College in twenty one. Yeah, some of them are. Yeah. I was in college till I was twenty eight. I was in college until I was forty-five. <laughs> and that it's was not because I was a doctor. And that was and that was one hundred and twenty years ago. Right? So. Did you go to medical school? No, no, <laughs> no, no not no, really. Right. Yep. Uh, you want to do Brady now? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, let's do. Let's hear from Tom Brady. He spoke to the media earlier today. Uh, slightly more interesting than Bill Belichick, actually. I would say. Yeah, I think so. He got into it a little bit more. Talked about the uh, election and some other things as well. And uh, we have that here for you. And also, pay attention to. Uh, the exchange about the matter of, I guess, permission? Yeah, well, it was right, it's right away. You'll it's right it. away. You'll hear it, and uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more when, uh, when the whole thing's over. So remember that part. Listen to the whole thing, obviously. And uh, we will, if I can get the thing going, that'd be nice if it would load up. It's not loading up, Tom. Tell a joke. Um, do I have permission? Do I have your permission to tell a joke? Yeah, I wonder sure. if I have your permission. I don't say know. something funny. Uh, <laughs> I can't, really. So, anyway, but his whole press conference. Hey, something funny, Mike. Trade the pick. <laughs> you got to trade the pick. Here's Tom Brady from earlier today. Trade the pick. I apologize for that horrible, horrible fill. Trade the pick. Uh, here's, here's Tom Brady. <laughs> How are we doing? Tom, what have you learned about uh, the way that you can use Gronk and Bennett together that you kind of weren't able to figure out during the summer? I, I thought we figured out a lot during the summer. Um, you know, it was a uh, really seeing what Martellus was able to do. Over the course of uh, you know the time that he was out there, Gronk wasn't out there as much, but I think everybody developed a lot of confidence in his role and what he was capable of doing for us. So it's always challenging when a new player comes in, and uh, you know you've never really played with that guy. So just to see what he's been able to do has been so much productivity to the team, and um, he's added so much, and uh, it's got to be a big week for him. So I'm glad he's on our team. What do, you look at, what do you look at Yeah, that's been a real, I think, strong point for our team. And, um, you know, I think that's a product of a lot of things. You know, I think, you know, interceptions are, are – um, you know, sometimes it comes down to quarterback decision-making. Um, it comes down to great protection in the pocket. It comes down to what the scoreboard looks like. You know, if you're down 14 points in the fourth quarter, that risk-rewards scenario that I talk about a lot changes in your mind, and you got to start trying to make tighter throws. So we played with a lot of leads, which has been very helpful. Um, but, yeah, this, this week is all about turnovers for us. And... Um, you know, I know they preach that a lot. You know, coaches talk to us a lot about, you know, Coach Carroll's philosophy and saying it's all about the ball, it's all about the ball. And they've thrived with turnovers. It's a really turnover-driven turnover driven, 
um, defense. They got a lot of playmakers at a lot of levels to get the ball off the quarterback, get the ball off the running backs, and um, you know it's going to be a big challenge for us. You speak, you speak, you don't speak. You play against unique defenses, good defenses every week. But what makes this defense that you're going against this week, player-wise and scheme-wise, so difficult to play against? I've always, you know, I, I've told you guys a lot over the years. You know, some of the best defenses I've played in my whole career have been ones that. They just do what they do, and they do it at an extremely high level. And uh, this is one of those teams. So they've led the league in scoring, I think, the last four years, giving up the fewest amount of points. Um, I wouldn't say they're, you know, uh, uh, you know, they're going to run every defense in the book. I mean, I think it's a relatively um, aggressive plan that they have. You know, I think they all know what they're responsible for, and they all do a great job defending. It's a very sound defense. They don't give up anything, and that's why you can play that style. There's no voids in zones. There's no voids in the running game. Um, it's hard to throw the ball on these guys. I think they all play very aggressively. And, um, you know, Coach says, you know, if you, lo- if you love football, you know, Sunday night at 830 here at this stadium is going to be a great place for it. John, how much can you take away from that Super Bowl game against them and their defense and the scheme? Have you watched that over again? Yeah, definitely. I've watched it a couple times, and um, – you know, I watch as much as I can over the course of the week to try to, you know, so I can play with anticipation and, you know, get to know their players and know their scheme. And, um, you know, sometimes when you play in those Super Bowls, you got two weeks to prepare. And I would say I watch probably more film that week than I ever watched in my entire career. And, um, you know, I learned a lot about them. But you still have to go through that process this week. And, um, you know, it's good to have some familiarity with them. We practiced yesterday. We got off to a good start. And then, uh, you know, we've got to keep it going over the course of this week. But it's a big challenge for our team, and um, hopefully we're able to, you know, really meet the challenge. Tom, 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 to keep your political preferences to yourself. Why did you give Trump permission to talk about your political preferences at that rally in New Hampshire in front of the national audience? Uh, why did I give him permission? So you're assuming I gave people permission? Did you not give them permission to talk about your political preferences? I'm just going to talk about football this week. Tom, just as a follow-up to that, we're coming off one of the most polarizing presidential races in history. And if indeed you were publicly in support of Trump, that's fine, good for getting involved. But at the same time, if it's that polarizing, what can you do to keep to make sure it isn't polarizing in your locker room? Well, I think, you know, you have a lot of respect for the guys, you know, in, and I certainly do that I've always had for everybody in our locker room. And, you know, we're all on the same team. We're all from different places, different backgrounds, different ages, races, ethnicities, beliefs. Um, but, you know, when you come in the locker room, you're all trying to, I guess, put whatever feelings you have about anything aside to try to, try to accomplish a common goal. And I think we talk a lot about distractions and, um, because that takes away from your focus of what those goals may be. And, um, you know, but we have a very close locker room. And, um, you know, it needs to be that way. Some of the best teams that have ever been around have the closest locker rooms. And, and just, just for fact-checking here, you did support Trump, correct? Because I just want to make sure that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I talked to my wife. She said I can't talk about politics anymore. So I think that's a good decision made follow- for our family. Sorry, can I just follow on this? Um, question that you said you presume that I gave someone permission. I just want to follow and kind of seal that off. Was permission not given that? To, to yeah, you know, 
Yeah, it, I just want to focus on Seattle. You know, at the end of the day, I don't, you know. Just about giving you the chance to say whatever. Sure, yeah, no, I mean, I have a lot of relationships with a lot of people across, you know, and I don't think a lot of people are entitled to, you know, what my conversations are with friends of mine or people that I may speak with. And, um, yeah, but. Tom, can I ask you this way? At the end of the Seattle game, you, yell, you let out that loud shriek during the interception. Did you do the same thing last night? <laughs> I was asleep. I was getting ready for this week. I mean, this is a big week for me and our team, so I was, uh, I was asleep. Can we get your reaction to the results, just in general, as a New England guy? Um, I just think I'm, you know, I'm always, I think, a very positive person. So, you know, I think these are, you know, certain times for our country where there's always change and transition, and it happens, obviously, with the president presidents every four years or so. And I think I'm always happy when, when people, you know, experience success. And I was happy when... You know, President Clinton won. I was happy when, you know, Barack Obama won twice, uh, when President Bush. So, you know, I think it's all competition. And, and um, you know, I was happy when the Cubs won, even though I wasn't not a Cubs fan. I'm happy when the Cavaliers won. You know, I think just as an athlete, you know, you realize that a lot of people put a lot of things into competition. And, um, you know, when people go at it, you know, you have respect for whatever outcomes there are. And, you know, I think one thing that's been a hallmark of our team is we've never, uh, you know, finished games and then blamed other people. You always give respect to your opponent and try to do better the next time. Thank Certainly, you. Mr. Uh, Trump has been a huge supporter of this team. You know, for many years he's come here quite a bit. He's been in um, Mr. Kraft's box. I mean, can you just describe on the, you know, support he has had for this team? Because he's been around quite a bit. Yeah. He's been, you know, in our locker room for a long time, absolutely. And, um, you know, he's he's been to a lot of games over the years and, um, you know, been in our locker room a lot, certainly in some of our bigger games, even going up against, you know, the Jets and stuff like that. That was long before, you know, he was ever a politician too. So, like I said, you develop relationships with lots of different people, and I've certainly come in contact with a lot of different people over the years. And, um, you know, some become your friends and you keep in touch with, and some you don't. Thank you, guys. All right, there's Tom Brady speaking to reporters, talking about his good friend, President-elect Donald Trump. Um, there was one part of that, and I, I sort of put, you know, pay attention for this part. The part where he asked about permission. Are you assuming I gave permission? We'll take a listen. So you're assuming I gave people permission? So we called back. We said, do you think that Mr. Trump could read that letter? That's Belichick. The people of New Hampshire. You're right. That is that's Belichick. Not, that's not Brady. That's, that's Belichick. The wrong cut. That's that the, wrong the wrong cut. cut. Yep. That's, that's Belichick's okay. permission. Yeah, that was Belichick's permission. Right. But he did say that Brady said the same thing. Well, he talked. He said he talked to Brady. He said he said, "Can I say that you're voting for me? That you said that?" And Brady said, "According to Trump, according to Trump, if you want to say it, you can say it." Right. That's right. what Brady said. Right. So that's I that's mean, what that was, Trump. That's what Trump says that Brady said. Brady in that answer. See, this whole thing about the permission thing, right? Yeah. I, 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 I just have my doubts. And he said, absolutely, if you'd like. Yeah, that was the Belichick one. Right, but right. Brady said it, too. Yeah, I, I want to hear the, the whole. You talked to him on the phone, I think, right? Yeah, I don't have it, but yeah. Right, exactly. So that's, you know, and Brady 
basically he says you're assuming that I gave permission. So mm-hmm. he, it, Brady handled it well. He just left it up in the air. He did. You but know? then the answer is, yes, we assume that because Trump said you did. Are you saying Trump lied about that? Right, and he's not. He's not. And Brady is not going to say it, first of all. Brady's not going to say, yeah, he, yeah, I never gave him permission. He's not going to get into a spitting war about. Then why would you say? Why would you assume I gave permission? You well, don't say that if you gave permission. Well, I mean, Brady's not going to come out. Why would you di- even mention? Why would you say Brady's that? not going to come out and directly say he didn't do it? Okay, but he did say it though. But he no, he, he didn't directly say right. it. But you don't bring that up unless you. You have to understand something here. First of all, Trump is his buddy or his friend. He's got a good relationship. He's got a good relationship. I, I, I understand. You know, not only do they talk to each other a lot, but he's got a good relationship with Trump when he sees him. Mm-hmm. All right? Second of all, the guy's going to be the next president. Right. You're not going to get into a spitting match with the next president. You're not. No, then you just say, I gave him permission. That was fine. Was he doesn't want to. He does not want to. But do then that. you're implying that you didn't give permission. Yeah, and yeah I know. I know. But still, he's not. But then he. Well, you just still, said he doesn't want to get into a spitting match. So if he really didn't, he wouldn't have even. Well, he said that he he's going to say that he didn't give permission. He's going to say that, You're assuming that. And, and that's, you know, he's leaving it up. Assuming he, it wrongly? He's leaving the door completely open. He's not saying one thing or the other. Okay. But that's a little, I mean. Yeah, but still, he can always go back and say, I never said he didn't. I okay, didn't so what? He's Richard Nixon now? I mean, come yep. on. You know, he's playing the game. He's playing They're not the talking about game. a Watergate investigation. They're talking about a very public endorsement that he may have, may or may not have made. Right, and he's not going to tell you one way or another. Okay, so then we're, I'm going to believe what Donald Trump said. Yeah, that's fine. Because he didn't lie about Belichick. And so. You know what? If, if that's the case, fine. You know, that's if Brady will say fine. Look, Brady, and if Brady got told Trump that and told him don't say it out loud, and he said it out loud anyway, right? And he's there saying, well, maybe I didn't give consent, but he won't say that he won't. Grow a pair. Brady, I mean, what are you, what are you yeah. scared of? Well, he just doesn't want to get involved. At He's all already possible. talked about how great you are. You can say, well, yeah, you know, that's nice that he thinks I'm great, but I actually didn't tell him to do that. Yeah. So what? No, he's going to be the next president. Or you say, I did tell him there, to do that, he, and I'm stoked, and I'm glad he's the president. You don't say, well, maybe I didn't give permission. He's walking, he's walking very carefully. Say one thing or the other. My guess is he didn't give him permission. That's my guess. My guess is he didn't do it. I, I thought that from the start with both of them. Mm. Okay. With both of them. So, whether or not he did or not, I mean, really, <laughs> at this point, what difference does it make? doesn't really matter. doesn't really matter. New Hampshire, they didn't even win New Hampshire. You know, it yeah. doesn't even, doesn't matter. It's just the fact that it was the last thing Trump said before the election. I mean, it was the last yeah. words out of his mouth yeah, I almost. Know. I know. <laughs> before the election started. But the only the reason, last, the those only, are the last words he said. The only reason, he said, I just find it all coincidental about all of this because he was in New Hampshire. You know, that's the whole thing. If he was in Wisconsin, would that, you know, you know I, I don't know. It's just the whole Aaron Rodgers said that I'm the greatest. Exactly, you know. <laughs> we got to take a break. Oh, we'll, boy. We'll be right back. It's Christian and King. Give him a call at 603-883-9900. It's Christian and King. Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Classic a shot down in front, picked up by Crosby, lobbed down the ice, and the Pittsburgh Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Flips to Jacobs, three for the win, it's good! Steps back, puts up a three, won't go. Final seconds, it's over, it's over. Cleveland is a city of champions. The Cavaliers are NBA champions.
champions. We've got it all here. This is ESPN New Hampshire. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. I am speaking with Patrick Gillis, Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month of October from Exeter High School. Patrick, how are you? Good, how are you, Laura? So, tell me a little about your experience at Exeter High. You played football mm-hmm. four years there. So, it's been a really good experience, both academically and uh, with sports. Like they, We have... I would say one of the best football programs in the state and constantly making playoffs year after year. And then academically, I've had like multiple options with um, pursuing kind of like the interests I have. So I've had uh, lots of different science classes and I'm looking to go into engineering in the future. So I've been able to go over to the Seco School of Technology and take engineering classes over there. Nice. Where are you looking to go to college? I've applied to some local schools and then some farther ones too. I'd say probably my first choice would be George Tech. I've also applied to UNH and Clemson and um, some other local schools with that are specialized in engineering. How do you maintain a GPA of 4.92 and also maintain football and National Honor Society, National Honor Technical Society, class treasurer, uh, co-president of Students Against Bullying? Like, how do you maintain all these things? Pretty much every morning and early mornings having a meeting before class. And there's a lot of support from, like, my family and the teachers, too, to just strive to do well. Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers and all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. Let your search for Mazda and Subaru dealers begin and end with North End Subaru Mazda. Only 20 miles from Nashua, North End Mazda in Lunenburg has the best deals in the area. With Mazda 3s and Subaru Forester, both leaders in their class, and a giant pre-owned inventory. To look at their weekly specials, give them a call at 888-805-1469 today. They're just a click away at buynorthendmazda.com. Looking for a stylish place to call home? Then you need to check out the brand new apartment homes in Lowell at 24 Merrimack Street. The apartments at 24 Merrimack Street are located in historic downtown Lowell and offer unique apartment living within an historic 19th century building. Residents enjoy brand new interiors and unparalleled lifestyle amenities. Just moments from downtown Lowell's boutique shops, cafes, and entertainment. For more information, please visit 24MerrimackStreet.com. Again, that's 24MerrimackStreet.com. These are not ponies, because this is Budweiser. Brewed the hard way, not the easy way. And with 12 breweries across the country, Budweiser isn't small or imported. This is the famous Budweiser beer. It's not backing down, and it hasn't since 1876. Budweiser, this Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
Do you have a flooring project in mind? Then let the experts at Divine Flooring partner with you to get the job done. Divine Flooring is committed to providing their customers with the best advice and products at the best prices. From carpet to hardwood to tile and stone, Divine Flooring will help you obtain a beautiful new floor that will last a lifetime. Plus, they have a huge selection of area rugs in stock at all times. Come experience the divine difference. You'll be floored. Located right on Route 101 in Wilton. Call 603-654-5400 or visit divineflooring.com. Granite State Game Day, Saturday mornings from 7 to 9. Everyone's clamoring now for them to trade the pick. The fact remains that you should have just listened to me at the trade deadline. I said then, trade the pick. If you can get the right move, trade the pick. Because you don't know, it could be get it could become more valuable, it could become less valuable. And I think because they didn't land in the top two, it became a little less valuable. Dragon Bender, who played 13 minutes a game in Israel, does not is not attractive to me. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. We've got it all here on ESPN New Hampshire. Back here, Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com. Your phone number is 603-883-9900. Let's go to the phones, talk to Greg in Manchester. Hey, Greg. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am blown away, blown away. Okay. Yeah, join the club, but, my friend. But the thing is, I mean, it's almost like like a pollster. Like, it's almost like being a weatherman. I mean, I think I want that job. You can be wrong and probably make... 50,000, 60,000 a year. I'll tell you what, Al Caprillion wouldn't have blown this forecast. That's right. That's for damn sure. Al would have but nailed it, it right on the nose. He would have told all these, all these polls, these early votings, all this stuff. I mean, there's Nate, Nate Silver has a whole website called 538, and the whole thing got bought by ESPN, and it's this model of polling data and all this stuff, and he was wrong the entire way. So was this other well, guy. They were all I wrong. Found, I found it so interesting. I was listening to EEI last night. Uh, soon before you came on last night, I ended up actually – Going to bed. I had to work early this morning. Trader. But the way that the way that the um, betting went down with sites like Bovada and other yeah. sites, man, I wish I had bet a couple hundred, even a thousand bucks on Trump early. I'd I'd have a, quite a lot of money in the bank. Right you really now. would. You should. You sure would, boy. Yeah. Were they, take, were they taking bets on this? It was like plus seven hundred. Are you kidding? Was, you were yeah. betting on it. Tom, <laughs> Tom, if you had bet a couple hundred bucks, you would have made like fifteen hundred bucks. Tom, you could have wow. paid off, you could have paid off the mortgage on your house if you wow. had made the right bet at the right time. Last wow. Night. The thing yeah. about Brady, though, I think it boils down to just as simple as this, and we've all heard this term, happy wife, happy what? Yeah, I know. Happy life. Yeah. I don't think she was too happy with him coming out publicly, and I, I would almost imagine he didn't tell Trump, yes, you can. He probably did make the call, but he didn't probably say, I would appreciate it. I, you know, I, He probably should have said, I'd appreciate it. I'm the quarterback of the New England Patriots, an incredibly blue state where most of my fans are. Now it's the New England Patriots, and they're spread out through the region. But the state of Massachusetts is a blue state. I bet he would have liked it if Trump had kept that sort of zip-zip. Yeah, probably. I mean, look, they don't like anything that distracts from football down there. They don't. And unfortunately, they got a funny way of showing it there. Unfortunately, they cause it themselves. I don't think Brady. The two most important people on that team both endorsing a presidential candidate. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's not football. Belichick did did it with a letter. Brady never came out and said, "I'm voting for Donald Trump." Said he called him. 
Right. You call it. They, they came out right. so late. So if they're really Brady never like, said that. They came out so sure. late. What do they call it? The eleventh hour. They came out so. It's not like they came out and endorsed them really early. I mean, everybody probably knew Brady had a Trump yeah. hat in his locker. I would imagine. Well, that was given knew. to him by Jonathan Kraft. Jonathan, he, he brought a bunch of them to the to the Patriots, and, right. and Kraft brought brought in. Gave, here's a hat, and he puts it in his locker. Here's the thing. Here's how you do it. Right. If you're Belichick and Brady, simple text message. Good luck, Donald. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need. That's it. Yeah. Also, by the way, Giselle is not an American citizen. Yeah, she's still a citizen of Brazil. I don't know if she is or not. So I don't think she gives a rat's ass about any of this. I don't don't know. I I think she doesn't want... She's a multi-multi-million. She's not... You got kids. Yeah, I know. You don't want the kids to get picked on or harassed She's not... They're not going to get picked on. Who knows? Who knows? They're Tom Brady and Giselle's kids. They're going to pick on other kids. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Haven't we all heard that Brady potentially someday down the line when he doesn't play football when he's like 53 years old is interested in politics too? So the idea of sort of taking the... The political side, and when they ask him that question at Foxborough, him saying, I just want to talk football, and I don't want to say I did, I don't want to say I didn't, that's just a power play as well for the future. I mean, he's going to be the president down the line in 12 years, I bet. I always thought of of that possibility with him uh, in California. Yeah, in California. Yeah, California, but you know what? He's He's got so much money, and the whole, but the two of them combined, there's no reason. No reason yeah, to put yourself through all that, you know. Now Trump I, does. I Trump did it because Trump's a power. Trump likes power. Mm-hmm. That's the way he always. Brady does. likes to compete. Right. Brady does like to compete. Brady. With Brady might just do it for the for the campaign. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think he, he will. might just do it, and then when he gets the job, say I don't want to do this. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think he will. But I, he wants to win. Uh, yeah, I doubt it. I. I, I doubt. So guys, it. I just want to say, keep it up. At least we have something to turn and listen to besides politics when this is over. I've, we all love the show, and we can at least talk about something to distract us from this nonsense. I know. It's uh, insane, Greg. Thanks for the Great call. Easy, all right. It's Greg in Manchester there, 603-883-9900. Wasn't a good night for New Englanders because the Bruins got beat in the last minute in Montreal. jeez. Oh, <laughs> God. I'm sitting there waiting to go on the air, and I'm typing up my little thing, my you know update, training yeah, right. or whatever. Yeah. I'm typing it up. I'm looking at the numbers coming in. I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's, he's about to win Florida. And Ohio. Right. And maybe Pennsylvania. And, and then I look up and I say, no, oh, Bruins just scored. <laughs> like, it couldn't possibly have been of any little consequence, but it was the only distraction in the room that I could look at. Yeah. You know? Yep. I still had to talk about what was actually happening. Yeah, I watched it. I watched but I got like to him. look at that and think of something. And then they ended up losing anyway to the freaking Canadians. Yeah. I was slipping around between the Rangers, the Bruins, and, and the election. Mm-hmm. Yep. You going to go to Canada, you think? You gonna move up there? Yeah, I don't know. Right for the uh, Montreal Gazette or whatever. Why not? You know, I don't know. Maybe. I know you're gonna have to learn. I already know. I don't learn the language. I already know. But all these people that say they're going to Canada—that's cracks. Uh, they're celebrities. They live all over. They have homes all yeah, over the world. Homes yeah, they got homes Canada everywhere. Already. You don't give me a break. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'll just pack up all my stuff and move to Canada. But De Niro, he, he better—he better hide somewhere. <laughs> I'm telling you, he he's De Niro. Somewhere. He doesn't have to worry. Oh my God, Robert De Niro. He's a dog. He's a dog. <laughs> oh man. You oh. know what? So long as Joe Pesci's alive, De Niro can say whatever he wants. That's true. He's got Nikki. 
Right. Nikki yeah, will take that, care yeah. of it. Maybe. No problem. Yep. Uh, 603-883-9900 is your huh. phone number. 883-9900. Text line is 845-827-1250. Um, now that the now that the media day is over and everyone's asked their questions and you know we're on to <laughs> Seattle or just Seattle as Bill said, got one last shot at him. That's Friday. Yeah, I think. Uh, do you think anyone's going to ask another question about this? It might be. Well, on so. Friday. Yeah, we'll see. Because you might. Hear, but they're going to waste everyone's time. You're going to hear. Well, Friday you don't need it. Our know? time. Friday you don't need it. Wednesday's the big day. Wednesday you need the day for all that stuff for all the previous stuff. That's the day. Mm-hmm. That's the big Friday. Day. You don't even need to be there. Friday, yeah, Fridays. You know, Fridays. Very few people. He's comfortable in that setting. He talks about you know the the history of the NFL and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, Patriots had perfect attendance today. Yep. So you know, thanks Trump. Uh, full pads. Dion Lewis was there. Fifth straight practice. Could be ready to play against the Seahawks. That's the thing. They when... have until next Thursday to activate him, or else he goes back to IR and he has to stay there. Right. So he will be activated. You got to be you, well, unless unless they see that he's not able to cut and, and do things that they feel he can do to help this team. Mm. You know, my guess is if he's there for all the practices this week, after the bye week, they might activate him on on uh, Sunday night. Yep. It 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 makes sense because. Whoever's whoever they have to play isn't really, you know, geared up to stop him mm-hmm. because they don't they haven't they haven't focused on it. Yeah. Now they have to in terms of preparation, but you know what? You, you spend a lot a lot you spend a lot less time on Deion Lewis than you would if he was on a roster and in games already. That's true. So and that's where I think that his Deion Lewis's element of surprise, even though he's done all the stuff he does. And people have film on him is a big thing because he catches the ball and you're thinking, okay, I can, this guy's a squirt. I can tackle this right. guy. And all of a sudden he's gone. Yeah. You know, he's gone. Way he's, he's way, yeah, exactly. So it's bad enough when you know, know about him. Now, when you're not really looking at him as part of the offense and not concentrating that in your preparation, if, mm. if they're not, then it's even worse. Yeah. So whether or not it's Seattle or who they got after uh, oh it's San Francisco isn't it or is somebody it's not a very good team after Seattle it's an easy it's an easy team I believe it's the 49ers on the road I think they fly out to San Francisco for the 20th but I'm not sure so that would be uh that would be it cuz it's San Francisco then they play the Jets keep an eye on that keep an eye on the Patriots Jets on Sunday night mm mm-hmm. mhm could get flexed. Yeah, out. you could. All right. Speaking of the, the 49ers, good. Kaepernick didn't even vote. Yeah, I know. He made it yeah, in a whole bit, in all that stuff. Yeah. I, there's one rule that I've always described by, and that is if you don't vote, you can't bitch. Yep. He officially, he can kneel all he wants. No yeah, one should no. pay any attention to no, it, and no exactly. one should take him seriously. Yeah, basically. I know. You don't get to complain if you didn't participate. Right, that's it. Yep. You know? So yeah. nice afro, Colin. But you can <laughs> shut the bleep up now. Yeah, he's, all right, he's got it. Somebody's giving him a lot of bad advice. Yeah, you know, somebody is. Or he's just not listening to anyone's advice and doing whatever he wants, and he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. And that's also it. Could be a little bit of both, actually. Mm-hmm. But whatever it is, way to completely undermine your entire platform and the the whole soapbox that you sort of carved out for yourself. Way to just lop it right out from under you. People, people put Colin. They put him on the cover of Time magazine. Mm-hmm. They said, look at this great statement this guy's making. He doesn't even vote. 
That's just it. That's you know, a bad thing. How are we supposed? I, I can't take him seriously yep. now. Yeah, no, that's the thing is you can't take him seriously. It's representative of a lot, I think, right. of, of right. people who didn't show up this time around, and now they're going to piss and moan about President Trump, but they didn't even show up. They didn't do anything about it. There you go. So shut the bleep up. There you go. Yeah. That's just it. Yeah. You know, that's the whole deal right there. If you didn't, if you didn't vote, and you're all depressed and upset, well, you know. Right. And you know what? I did not want Trump to win. I voted against him. I didn't really want Hillary to win either, but I really didn't want him to win, so I voted against him. Yep. But he's my president, and he's your president, and he's all of our presidents. And the great thing about this country is you can criticize the president all you want. It is your right as an American to. And that's what you do. I'm I sorry. Mean, Ulysses, my, Ulysses S. Grant will always be my president. Well, that's I'm true. I'm sorry. It's just, he was my hero. That was it. Yeah. The way he looked in uniform when he was in the Civil War. There's kids now, young children whose idea, whose vision of what the president of the United States is, is Donald Trump. That's all, the only president they'll ever know, they've ever known. Yeah. Well, they're going to they, grow they up. They will ever. Well, they're like, ever if they're right like away. five or six years old when yeah. they're starting to like create memories and learn about stuff in school and whatever, they'll sort of remember Obama. But pre- Donald Trump is going to be the first person they remember. Like Reagan was the first guy I remember being the president. And then oh, Bush okay. and then Clinton. Right. I remember. Ra- I don't remember anything he said or whatever, but I just remember like we learned about Lin- what who the president was. Ronald Reagan. You Lyndon know, like- Johnson was the first one. For, well, you know, in my in my senior in my you mean once Andrew I got, Johnson. Once I <laughs> once I got the AARP card, you know, which they didn't really come out until the sixties. So mm-hmm. Lyndon Johnson, and then and then Tricky Dick, right? And then it was you know Ford. James Madison, and then it was <laughs> yeah, all of them. James Garfield, Grover Cleveland, William Henry Harrison, yeah, yeah, all those guys. Van Buren, that was a tough one. Nah, he and I, he and I had cocktails together. Yeah, yeah. How about Mellor Fillmore? Uh, Miller was a nerd. How about Rutherford B. Hayes? Nerd, yeah, nerd, nerd double nerd, double nerd. You ever watch the Cleveland show? The guy used to take the quill pen. Right? Yeah. He used to take the quill pen and he used to take the ink and kind of sniff it just to see what it smelled like. Really? You no, know? yes. He was just a nerd. That was cool back then, too. Yeah, it? it was. Yeah, he was He was spaced out all the time. You ever watch the Cleveland show? The what? The Cleveland show is like Family Guy, but it's centered around Cleveland from Family Guy. Oh, it was a spinoff? Yeah. I heard it was going to come out, but I didn't. I've never watched it. So either. the Family Is Cleveland, it any good? Is it any good? It's canceled already. It's oh, over. really? Oh, okay. But there was one really so funny scene where <laughs> Cleveland was like the token black guy in the show, and the whole show is a spinoff of him. He moves his family to Virginia, and he's got this little son-in-law who's this like sassy little kid with a fro, and he yep. goes to school, and he's learning about the president's. And uh, the teacher talks about how Barack Obama is the first black president. And he goes, what? He goes, I thought he was like the fourth or fifth black president. She goes, what are you talking about? He goes, George Washington? (laughs) No. And he goes, Jefferson? (laughs) Like, no. And he goes, do you mean to tell me that Rutherford B. Hayes (laughs) is a white guy? And they're like, yeah, it actually is. And I never thought about that before. But Rutherford B. Hayes, I mean, that's, you know, it's true. That's funny. Right? It, it is. That's funny. Rutherford. I've never heard of him before. You know, here's the thing. The president in 1877 to yes. 1881. Right. Which is, I think, when you uh, graduated from uh, law school. No, right? I was getting, no, you got way ahead. I was kindergarten. Kindergarten back, yeah, back I was, then. I'm, okay. I'm, a, I'm not quite as old as you think. All right. So, but he, I mean, I, I don't know. Part, you know, it was history. The we Hayes saw, presidency that was right. We saw history. Mm-hmm. But it is too bad. 
that 24 has that leg up still <laughs> on the United States because they had the first black president and they had Female, the first woman yeah. president. And now we don't get to have the first one. And now we have the first orange president. That's, oh my God, I'm telling you. Oh, Lord. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Christian and King. Stay tuned for the Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Talking boxing with Billy C. Every Saturday morning from 4 to 6. Here's my thoughts to WBC, who likes to parade around and act like they are the sport of boxing. They like to, to promote their belt as the belt to have. And for the most part, a lot of fighters follow that thought process. I think Canelo Alvarez would be in a position to really put some egg on the face of the WBC. On the home for boxing fans, ESPN New Hampshire. How would you like your office to be located in the heart of downtown Manchester? The former Ted Hebert's building at 922 Elm Street is ready to house your business. With over 28,000 square feet available, the time is right for your business to maximize this rare opportunity. Again, there is now office space available at 922 Elm Street, the old Ted Hebert's building, but it won't last long. Contact Tom Finney at 603-647-6800 or visit loopnet.com. Saturday night, Bud Light, ESPN New Hampshire, and Metro PCS present UFC 205 featuring Conor McGregor at Chunky's in Nashua. Don't spend big money on pay-per-view. It's just 15 bucks to watch the UFC on the giant movie screen at Chunky's, and you get a $5 food voucher. There'll be lots of surprises and giveaways from Bud Light, ESPN New Hampshire, and Metro PCS. UFC 205 featuring Conor McGregor Saturday night at Chunky's Nashua. Doors open at 9. Tickets on sale now at Chunky's.com. Here's what you missed last week on the Fantasy Champion Show, presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. Tristan Cockcroft of ESPN.com is our guest. A quarterback, for example, you've got the Browns giving up a whole lot of fantasy points lately, but they're actually not the top matchup for quarterbacks because if you take the strength of, of opponent, it kind of brings them back down to a top 10 matchup, but not, not the top one. So it's another one of your mathematical schemes, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Get your football Sunday started the right way with the Fantasy Champion Show, Sundays at 10, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Hey, it's Dan Patrick here. This time, no talk about trucks splashing through the mud or exceptional low-end torque or, you know, those great soundtracks that stir the soul. No, not in this 60-second word to the wise about the Ram Heavy Duty, a truck that's as essential as a hammer, nails, and tape measure are to a carpenter. This is a machine that doesn't need any extra oomph to get your heart pounding. I'm not about to prattle on about capability and durability and nobility, uh, probability or any ability. Nothing like that. Well, I'm not even going to go with it's tough as winter nail or sturdy as a mountain or any other cheap jack low rent hokum because this isn't that kind of thing. No, it's not. This is a truck that simply lets its engine do the talking. And I'm here to talk about one piece of information, and I think you'll appreciate this and understand it. The Ram Heavy Duty can carry more weight than any other heavy duty truck, period. That's it. That's the only message. Except for guts, glory, Ram. Here's what you missed last week on the Fantasy Champion Show. Presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. Tristan Cockcroft of ESPN.com is our guest. A quarterback, for example, you've got the Browns giving up a whole lot of fantasy points lately. But they're actually not the top matchup for quarterbacks because if you take the strength of, of opponent, it kind of brings them back down to a top 10 matchup, but not, not the top one. So it's another one of your mathematical schemes, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Get your football Sunday started the right way with the Fantasy Champion Show. Sundays at 10, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. You're listening to Christian and King. Stay tuned for the Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Oh, 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 oh. 
we're back here, Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live, ESPNNH.com. Good to have you with us here. I was just talking about Colin Kaepernick. Stephen A. Smith went in on Kaepernick today. I'll save that for my can I finish, but uh, it's pretty good. Is it really? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll listen to that in just a little bit there. The dummy Kaepernick-ish. You know, really. Maybe yeah. he didn't want this much attention, but it seems like he did. Kaepernick? It seems like he wanted the spotlight. And then he takes it and just says, eh, I don't care. I'm rich. Big deal. Well, I think I'm not a, voting for anybody. Well, I think the, I'm Colin Kaepernick. I, I, well, see, here's here's what's going Douche. on there. I think that <laughs> douche. Here's what's going on. I think he's got somebody in his ear. All right, whatever I think it is. There's, uh, there's talk of uh, this girlfriend he's got that that you know is is very anti-establishment. Well, then she's a douche too. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, I, I and you know, he's basically you know he, they say that he's become a lot more you know involved in in you know in politics. Well, the guy who didn't politics. vote. Not in politics, but clearly in, not involved in politics. He's become more of an activist than he never ever was before. Yeah, you know, activists usually vote, man. Right. That's yeah, just no, a pretty he, look, simple. He one does there. look. He loses a lot of credibility when he doesn't do that. There's no doubt about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. Yeah. Six zero three eight eight three ninety nine hundred is your phone number. Um, is Sendall coming in? Is there a show after this? I don't know. Why don't you turn on using the, uh, the ESPN New Hampshire intercom system and uh, find out? I don't know. Because if it's not, I'm going to feel stupid. Yeah. I know when I call you, you're going to come back eventually. I could just yell out into the hallway, nobody there. Well, I'm, I'm like the dog that got out in the backyard. Well, no, you just want to come back and defend your lunch. I know that. <laughs> oh, of course I do that. You know, because you know where the food like, bowl is. Like any dog in the backyard, exactly. I know, I know. You know what's going on. I know where my bread is buttered. Sendall doesn't want to come in here. I'm not going to beg the guy. No, I know, really. You, know, no, you know. want to stay out there? You stay out there. Well, you know you know what he was doing before? This, this is great. Was you it gonna, something gross? You, no, no, okay. no. You're going to love this. He was giving the... 2015, or 2015-16, Biddy Coach of the Year. Oh. Some coaching advice. They were talking pick and roll when I walked in there. Interesting. Yep, exactly. But I see, I always say to Justin, because he's from Chicago, runs the triangle. You know, the triangle offense. Yeah. You know? Okay. Here's which Can I Finish. Which would explain and why Jesus, Tom, shut up. And, but here comes send, send all now. Oh, there he is. Yes, right. All right. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk to him in a second. First, here's Can I Finish. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot to say. Here's uh, Stephen A. Smith this morning going in on Colin Kaepernick. Enjoy. Did he betray his cause? He absolutely betrayed his cause. As far as I'm concerned, Colin Kaepernick is absolutely irrelevant. I don't want to see him again. I don't want to hear from him again. I don't want to hear a damn word about anything that he has to say about our nation, the issues that we have, racial injustices, needing change, etc., etc. He comes across as a flaming hypocrite. As far as I'm concerned, I'm not interested in a damn word that he has to say. And quite frankly, I hope he goes away. He's lucky to be in the league right now. And Colin Kaepernick, after all this noise that you made, even though you didn't intend to do so by offending and our military service men and women and pointing out about how you wanted to bring attention to racial injustices and beyond this in this country to turn around and not to even take your behind to the polls to vote for a particular candidate it is shameful absolutely shameful him of all people because of the position he took, because of the attention he brought to the issues, the fact that you don't even have the decency to go to the polls and act 
activate yourself in this election, as our president said, is a damn shame. I don't want to hear another word from Colin Kaepernick. It's a waste of time. A matter of fact, I would personally make a request to the media in this nation, wherever he is, if he ain't on that football field trying to throw another damn incomplete pass, <laughs> do me a favor and make sure one thing. Take the camera away from him. It means nothing. Because for him not to vote, as far as I'm concerned, everything he said meant absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. I don't want to hear another damn word from him. And you know what I get to say to that? Can I get an amen? Yeah. <laughs> Can I, mean, I get an amen? He's right. He is absolutely oh, right. Is. 100%. And I think Stephen A goes way off the rails sometimes. But he is absolutely right about that. No question oh, about sure. it. No doubt about it. And that's uh, my can I finish. So there you go. What do you got? Mine there? is the uh, uh, Bavada odds for first. And we talked about this first NHL coach that will be fired. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I thought you were going to talk about the election, Bavada. No, no, no. I don't have, I didn't even know there were it. Oh, there were. Yeah, I, I would have made some money. I would have done it. Willie Desar- Desjardins from Vancouver leaves the leaves the league here or leaves the uh, the poll. The first coach to be fired. Say Seven that, to say two that odds. Name again? Willie Desjardins. How about Desjardins? Oh, Desjardins. Oh, Desjardins. You've never heard the name Desjardins before? Yeah, they pronounce it. They pronounce it. Desjardins. 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 In it's English, Deja. it's Desjardins. Desjardins. In French, it's Desjardins. Desjardins. Yeah. All right. Anyway, 7-2. to two. Okay? Yeah. All right. Jack Capuano. Yeah. 15-4. to four. Peter LaViolette. Capuano. Capuano. Peter LaViolette. All right. 13-2, to two, but he's been taken off the board. Dave Tippett taken off the board. Uh-huh. Paul Maurice, 7-1. John Tortorella, our buddy, 13-4. to four. Where's Claude? But there we go. Claude Julian is 13 to 2 off the board. Ooh. How about that? Interesting. Yep. Off the board. It was 13 to 2 and it then they took him off. It was 13 to 2 and they took him off the board. I would have laid I would have laid a 50 on that. I know it. You know? Nope, not happening. Nope. Oh, well. Not happening. Guess I'll so. have to make my fortune some other way. Yeah, I know it. Yep. Yeah. I missed out on that election money. Sean Sendall's here. Hi Sean. Hi, how Hi. are you, Christian? Feeling great. I need, I need to. I feel like I need to walk around with just a more positive-sounding attitude today. I just need a, a smile on people's faces. Well, you picked a perfect day. <laughs> <laughs> We're smiling. I've seen misery. I said good morning to someone today, and they're like, "What's so good about it?" <laughs> <laughs> so I felt the 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 need to just sound like I'm. Ecstatic and perky and well, here's the thing. You don't, you don't have to do that. You, here's the uh, thing. You can right? be, say how you feel. Here's the thing. Everybody is all upset over a president or over a candidate that was elected. That obviously somewhere somebody's not upset about it. True. That's you true. Know? That's the thing. Somewhere there's people who are smiling today, and it's sunny out. Amazing. <laughs> Funny how I see the the rain, however. I see rain. I, I know. It's, you know what it's, this is like, the but rain it's today? it's just incredible. You know, my point is this guy didn't get elected because nobody voted for him. No. You know, that's the thing. It's like when you foul someone and they know it's really not a foul and then they miss the free throw. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. you know, karma. There it is. The rain after the, the election. It's just, yeah. it's just that, that feeling. There May it, it wash over us all. <laughs>
And on that note, we got to go. Uh, stay tuned. Sean Sundahl's coming up next. We'll be back tomorrow at noon, and we'll talk to you then. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Later. improvement project because your budget's a little tight well put it off no longer nashua wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets countertops paint and supplies wallpaper flooring and especially window treatment and installation services they take